Hey, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Well, we haven't had one for a while, have we? I've gone a little bit, uh, went a little bit MIA for a few days. Uh, I did a trip to Perth, uh, catch up with a few people, and uh, the timing was uh, quite out of whack. I went out into uh, Kalgoorlie. That was pretty cool, Kalgoorlie, and um, got to see a few properties that I uh, that I built and sold many years ago. Should have kept them, by the way. <laughs> morning, everybody. Good to see you here. We've got uh, Brendan in the house. Hey, Brendan, mate. Good morning to you. Uh, I'm well. I'm well. I didn't get sick or anything. I just uh, went out into the outback, and the timing in WA was a bit hard to get on with the flights and so on, but uh, thanks for asking. Jeff, good morning, mate. Luke, uh, Luke's there. Good to see you. Um, <laughs> I went to Kalgoorlie. How's that, folks? That was, um, that was quite an experience. Went down, uh, went down a mine, saw some drilling rigs. Uh, it was, uh, was a lot of fun. I went with Andy Fenton. Morning, Deb. Danny, hey, great to see you guys on this morning. We should be back to our normal programming. Over the next couple of weeks, I've got a pretty crazy schedule on. Lots of good things happening in my world. So you might see a few guest presenters uh, on Wealth Coffee Chat. And uh, I'll be uh, doing a little travel. And travel is a little bit difficult to do the 10 past 8 thing. But you know what? I might even pre-record some. Who knows? But today we're live, folks. So fantastic to have you. Welcome along. Say hello in the chat if you're new. But Chase says right there, a while now, Wealth Coffee Chats, 10 past 8 each week. And uh, we try and make, um, try and make, you know, some fear from fact, folks. What is real? What's the noise? One, when it comes to property investing in Australia. And uh, try to make sure that uh, we get the, we get the lowdown. We get the everyday analysis of what is happening. I've done uh, this for well over 20 years, property invested myself and coached uh, property investors and helped facilitate uh, over 10,000. That's right, 10,000 property purchases. Um, along the way, well, learnt one or two things you would, uh, you would think doing that. Um, so anyway, that's what we share each morning. Uh, and hopefully uh, you find it useful, uh, useful. There you go, Brendan. Well, I tell you what, folks, it was uh, it was pretty busy over there. The mining industry is absolutely blowing up, as in a good way, and uh, lots happening in WA. Yes, a little bit of a sniff around for deals and opportunities. Um, that is for sure. Brendan, I think uh, WA is certainly one to watch. Lived in Cambalda. <laughs> yeah, we drove through Cambalda, actually. Um, I did a few deals in Cambalda back in the day. Morning, Nev. Good to see you. Hey, today I wanted to talk about something. Uh, and now it was a request, maybe from one of you, maybe from Brendan. Can't remember who requested this, talking about maybe the demographics driving maybe the next cycle in Australia. Talk about the, let's say, the next 10 to 20 years, the Australian demographics. And more importantly, what is happening with the wealth transfer, the wealth of um, Australia. So I thought we might sort of take some time 
this morning to talk about that. And in essence, what I think, what I think is going to drive the next cycle. Now, there's many moving parts here, but let's talk about the demographics of today, where we're at the next cycle. You know, unless you've been living under a rock, folks, you know, we have had a pretty significant value increase pretty well across the board. Most cities, capital cities and regional towns around Australia have had a pretty good run. Uh, An interesting set of circumstances, low interest rates, lockdowns, uh, absolutely, you know, no supply, lowest vacancy rates, et cetera. You know, we've had a pretty good run of it um, in reality over the last, you know, fair bit, but the last three years has been pretty good. What is what is going to drive the next cycle um, as we move forward? You guys know my opinion over the next little bit. Um, I think things are going to drive the cycle. The things that are going to drive the cycle are going to be the supply issue, right? The supply, we have absolutely destroyed supply, unfortunately. Um, and that means we've got the lowest vacancy rates, like, going around there's no um uh, there's there's just nothing to buy supplies down vacancy rates are down and uh, we have a population boom folks we've got immigration going on which you know uh, you'll see in a minute i'm actually i'm actually a big fan of australia is a massive country huge the infrastructure in in australia is significant to maintain and run and what you do need, what you do need is a population base to grow infrastructure. You need better politicians and better vision first, but you need more people. You need more people if you want to grow infrastructure, you want to maintain a great society and country. And uh, by and large, I'm not against taxes, but I'm against the wasting of taxes by stupid people, often politicians. You need more people to pay tax to maintain the infrastructure, the things we have. Australia is a great country, certainly has its problems. Um, But what is going to drive the next cycle of growth? What is going on with the demographics in our country? Well, let's have a look at that. Um, Now, this is up to 2015, but this is the demographics as we see it right now in Australia's population. The ones that are to watch are down to the left, all right? In the next little while, and I'll show you guys what I think is going to drive this sort of down here is this this section of our population, folks, moving through, moving through their life cycle, but more importantly, moving through their wealth cycle. You know, most people peak in their wealth in and around their late 40s, early 50s, um, in work life, in acquisition, in buying things, whatever it is. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. What is going on? Does anyone know what is about to happen this next decade? Not only have we got like literally the tightest supply. um, um, There you go. There you go, Nev. Um, not only have we got the tightest supply of existing properties, 
properties for rent and new properties um, is just all in the toilet. It's down, 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 low, low, low. Good for us if you own. Not so great if you want to buy. Does anybody know the biggest transfer of wealth? Tim, we've talked about this before. You're dead right. Um, And uh, what is happening, it's going to be the largest change transfer of wealth in Australia's history, okay? And uh, what is that? What's going on? Well, you've got 4 million plus, 4 million plus Aussies over this next decade uh, entering the retirement phase of their lives. And what happens in retirement phase, folks? You know, what do people do? Um, By and large, tell me in the chat, what happens in retirement phase? Usually once you've sort of retired and you've hunkered down and you know know where you're at, what is a choice? And it happens sometimes either by choice or forced. But once you've sort of settled in, you've got your money organised, you know where you're at, what's the first thing? Let's call it what's a major thing? Boom. You're dead right, Tim. Right? A downsize. Downsize. All right? Most retirees downsize, and what does downsize mean? Well, they usually sell where they live to make something smaller. Boom, Deb, exactly. They downsize and they travel. Uh, and number three, you know, they, they'll probably um, help kids. That's what happens, right? Um, downsize, get, uh, have, have less to worry about with their houses, spend some money on travel. They've got to look after their health, obviously. And if they can, you're going to see them helping their children. And uh, by and large, a lot of these downsizers are going to be downsizing from, you know, modest properties, modest, but uh, worth a lot of money. You know, you know, you go to Sydney and, you know, very simple, modest property, three bedrooms, you know, red brick, not very fancy, you know, one and a half, two million dollars. Like, well, blow your mind. And uh, most of them are going to be debt free. Um, uh, that money's going to be tax free. What's going to happen? They're going to distribute that money out into the marketplace. And it's going to be an exciting time. It's going to be pretty interesting to see what goes on here because, by and large, Aussies, um, you know, are among. And even even after this little adjustment, this was about nine months ago. This article, you know, Australians, you know, uh, you know, in the top uh, wealthiest in the world, folks. Now, many of us might not be feeling that right now when it comes to what's happened in recent times with the RBA putting up their interest rates and so on. But by and large, I'm going to show you something in a minute. In perspective, the average Aussie, um, the average Aussie sits in a pretty Special place when it comes to the wealth of um, the world. You know, per adult, I think we've dropped down a bit here, but look at this. You know, the median wealth per adult, um, we're in good stead. You know, and we've got a few millionaires, 22 millionaires, um, uh, people worth more than 100, 2.2 millionaires, and 4,630 people report being worth more than 100 million in Australia, which is great. Um, great place to live. Looks like it's a great place to create wealth as well, right? So what is the go? Where are these people right now and how much money is coming our way 
And what will it do, folks? What will it do to the property market? What will it do to the property market? Good question. Good question. Maybe it'll unlock a little bit of supply. Uh, that could be interesting. But in my head, it's going to sort of maybe unlock a supply of a certain type of dwelling and then put pressure on another type of dwelling. And we're going to talk about that in a minute, folks. This is what we're going to talk about in a minute because I believe there's a little bit of a opportunity in here if you understand what the desires of these people with, you know, pretty significant amount of money. They're going to be, you know, two, three, four million dollars worth of cash on the downsize. And where will they want to live? What will they want to downsize to? This is where the opportunity lies for us as property investors. It's going to be an interesting one. And you guys have heard me probably talk about this before and also Sam um, as we roll along. So the population, you know, who's got the money, folks? Well, let's look at this, you know, two billion Call that $7 billion, $7 billion is in, you know, those later age groups. And if you add that in there, you know, you're talking pretty significant amount of money. So under the age of, let's say, 45, you know, the accumulated wealth, dead right, Tim, dead right, flight to quality, you know, the accumulated wealth, according to the Australian Bureau of Statistics, Nine, uh, in 2022, you know, the um, the amount of money that this generation or this age group in here is a magnitude of three to four times more than, than let's say, the sub-50-year-olds, right? And you hear a little bit of bleating and carrying on, you know, about, you know, all the all the uh, baby boomers have got all the money and whatever. Well, that's going to transfer. Um, I don't buy into that bullshit, to be honest. But it's certainly it's certainly in a place where um, it's going to make a big change coming soon. Uh, and uh, this group of people are the ones that are really going to redistribute that money. Where is it going to go? Well... Tim was talking about it here. We're already seeing it, folks, in the property market, in the property game. You know, look at this. Brisbane penthouse price record has been smashed, right? And this is in the middle of COVID. This is in the middle of, you know, interest rates going up, right? Clavelli, you know, biggest earner. Um, yeah, check this out. You know, three children in their 20s couldn't find anywhere to uh, rent in the suburbs, so their father bought them a $3.8 million terrace. So dad has the money, buys the children a $3.8 million home. Pretty interesting. You know, this one here, you know, 500 grand over the reserve, you know, record-breaking sales in Tassie, you know, uh, record-setting home in Sydney's East. Folks, you know, and these are just some examples about flight to quality, Tim, where the money's going. And these are some extreme examples at the top end of the property market. But folks, this is what someone who downsizes and has cash will be will be encouraged to do. Um, and here's where I reckon it's going to land, right? Not only is it flight to quality, 
that it's never it's it's never been more important right now to have a high quality piece of real estate in your portfolio when it comes to catching this wealth transfer, this downsize of wealth transfer. But for my money, folks, it's going to be, tell me in the chat, I've given it away. It's going to be apartments, units, low maintenance real estate that will be the big winner of this downsize transfer. That's my call. Tell me, team, folks, in the chat, let me know. What do you reckon? What type of unit slash type of property do you think I'm going to be betting on? Maybe you might be betting on. Tell me, in the chat, what premium, what's the most undersupplied apartment type in the market? Question. Chuck that in the chat for me. And, uh, you know, what type of property, you know, would that equal? We have right now a huge, a massive, massive, uh, you know, on average across the country, you can't see it there. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, do this so you can see it. Um, put that on the side there. You know, a 31% difference across the nation when it comes to apartments and houses. But you have a look at the premium up here, you know, Darwin, Melbourne, Brisbane, ACT, Adelaide, Sydney, you know, between 50 and close to 70% premium, 70% difference, team folks, in the value of uh, the average house compared to the average apartment. Now, there's certainly some very average apartments, brings that down a little um, as we go, but... uh, you know, there you go. So, yep, we've got a few people in there, and uh, that's what I reckon. Yep, Tim's on it. You know, uh, three Bettys. Deb, Deb's on it. Three Bettys. Luke's saying three Bettys as well. Um, um, yeah, three Bettys. And they have kicked on a little bit, Tim. And depends on where you are, right? And and it depends on compared to what. And this is this is the thing. I think maybe the cat's out of the bag a little bit. This has already started, to be honest, Tim that sort of downsize a three-bedroom. And you know what? It's pretty – it's it's quite interesting, this stuff, I can tell you. Well, I've actually got families, families, right? Had another chat with a family yesterday. Um, family, we, uh, we've got some friends who are in their, um, in their late 30s, three children. They're downsizing from the house. They're like, the house is such a pain in the bum you know, maintenance, this, that, and the other. We want a freer lifestyle. We're moving to a three-bedroom apartment closer to the beach. We don't have to maintain anything. It's a really interesting transition, folks, really interesting transition. So there you go. I think that's going to be a bit of an opportunity, but uh, I'll finish on this. I'll finish on this. Um, Brendan had a question here. Let's read Brendan's question. Brendan said, do you know when the peak transfers – I don't know when the peak is, Brendan, but I do know that, uh, you know, it's over this next 10 years. Um, And let's go back to, let's go back to sort of this one here. If you have a look at, if you have a look at this, this is from 2022, Brendan. You know, if you have a look at sort of that section there, I mean, 
75 probably has already transferred and settled down. But we're looking at sort of, you know, call it $5 billion there, that transfer from the ages of 55 to 74. So, you know, that's where that sort of 10-year cycle comes from. And still, if you're thinking about this lot here, because what happens often when someone retires, they sort of hunker down where they are for a little bit, and then they go, well, this is shit. (laughs) I'm out of here, right? Or whatever it is. But, uh, yeah, um, hopefully that helps. But, listen, I'm going to finish with this one um, because this really puts it in perspective for me and a lot of us too, you know, uh, I should, I'll go back. A quick question, quick question. If anyone, well, we've gone over a little bit, but quick question for you. I'll do it straight up. This is really interesting. If you have a, a wealth of over a million bucks, right? A million bucks in Australia. So that's not too difficult. Now I think this is a net wealth, but you know, let's say um, you might own a house, and, and then an investment property and, and some other things and your wealth, your value is over a million dollars. Now, you've got some debt against that, all right? Um, you are part, look at this, folks. You are part of the 1.1% of the world. This is, this is mind-blowing. This is really interesting. 1.1% of the world um, holds 45% of the world's wealth. There you go. Mind-blowing. What? There you go. Anyway, hopefully that made some sense today. Hopefully that was useful. What's the takeaway, folks? The takeaway is this. Over the next 10 years, there's a lot going on, (laughs) a lot going on. Fundamentally, underlying it all, people need places to live. Uh, And more importantly, people with money. People who are going to rent, people who are going to buy, people who are going to drive value, drive the wealth, drive the price of properties, drive the price of rents, uh, want nicer places to live. And uh, the downsizers are going to be a force to be reckoned with and probably demand some things. And if we're ahead of the game and if we're on the right side of the ledger for uh, our goals, which is wealth creation through real estate, then uh, maybe understanding what's coming. It's going to be very useful for you and I when it comes to creating our wealth. So there you go, folks. Uh, Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted for today. Join me tomorrow for another one. If you're around, let's do it again. Around about 10 past eight, we will uh, have another little Wealth Coffee Chat. Until then, folks, you guys take care. Remember, a couple of sayings around here. Buy well, don't sell. And then... Things a marathon, not a sprint. It takes time to get the wealth that you want. Take it easy. All right, folks, that's it. Adios. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.